Welcome to another episode of the International Interview. No politicians, no pundits, no propaganda. This is just real people with real knowledge talking about the real world. Today we are speaking with Ryan. And you were from? Um, Vietnam. And from what city? Um, Saigon or Ho Chi Minh City. Where is that at relatively in your country? Um, south. Okay. Um, so what are you studying here at Tech? Uh, I'm currently economics major. Okay. Uh, how long have you been in the U.S.? Um, roughly about six years. Okay. How are you liking it? It's all right. I mean, it's different. Yeah. Is there any major differences between here and Vietnam? Well, definitely. I mean, the people are def- different. The culture is different. Um, I guess here people do have more freedom than where I came from, so to speak. Freedom how, you mean? Well, I guess in Vietnam, like, let's take Facebook. Like, here you can do whatever you want on Facebook. In Vietnam, they pretty much monitor, monitor what you write on your Facebook or even if you log on Facebook. Oh. Who can go on Facebook? Oh, wow. It's like China, pretty much. But oh, okay. A bit less you know, extreme. Um... What's the craziest thing you've experienced in the U.S. that you didn't expect? Mm. Or the thing you found most shocking? Probably the education system. (laughs) Because um, I was not homeschooled, but I didn't go to school in Vietnam. Not that much. But over here, I just jumped straight to middle school. I didn't even go to eighth grade. I just jumped to high school. So I guess the education is people in Vietnam probably have like students in Vietnam probably studies much faster okay Uh, so what is the view of the US and your country or country okay from my country Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean it depends it is um, it is a communist country I mean the textbook in Vietnam say different otherwise for the you know they of course they're gonna say you know um, Viet Cong's or the hero because but you know they won the war, and um, Ho Chi Minh is the hero of the country. You know. So you guys consider Ho Chi Minh the founding father of your country? You would say. Yes, yeah, the savior of the country. I mean, in every classroom, we would have like a picture of him. You know. Oh. Pretty much, we worship him, or you know, Vietnamese people worship him. So is it generally a? Does your country have a generally negative view towards the U.S. or generally well, positive? Pretty much, yes. Um, well, they call the Germany fascist, um, but you know the U.S. They have a different term for it. I'm not sure what they, not sure what they call it in English, but you know, slightly less negative, but not a positive term. Uh, okay. I really don't know what they call it. Yeah. So, talking about the differences between Vietnam and here, what do you do for fun when you were in your city in Vietnam? Well, definitely not the internet. <laughs> when it was my time, I don't think probably less than. 0.5% people actually know what the internets were. I mean, oh, I wow. mean, I live in different parts of the country. Like, I moved a lot um, from the country to the city, and, you know, of course, we're going to have different kind of activities of fun. Like, when I was in the country, I would play with buffaloes or cows or pigs, <laughs> but, you know, when I'm in the city, it's be different. You know, just like U.S., you know, yeah. if you live in the countryside, you would, I mean, pretty much probably similar. I mean, your friends would be different, and, you know. Uh, is the climate much different in Vietnam compared oh, to the U.S.? Yeah, it's much hotter and 
drier. Uh-huh. It's tropical. So, uh, what types of occupations do people normally go into in Vietnam? I would say ninety nine percent or ninety percent people would go into like um, private owned business. Like, like I don't know if you've been in New York City, but it's like every house is a business. Yeah, it's not like people don't live in their house; people mm-hmm. live in their workplace. So. So pretty much, if they have you have a two building stories, you live upstairs and your business is downstairs, and they each do something different, sell something. Okay. So you said that the education system of Vietnam was different from America, and that you that was what shocked you when you came here. What exactly are the main differences between in Vietnam and America? All right. Firstly, I mean the simplest form of difference is um, you and your classmate. Well, let's look at for example high school, like you know. After you know the, the bell ring, you here in the U.S. When the bell ring, you go to your next class. You know where the class is owned by the teacher, but in Vietnam, the class is owned by the students. And when the bell ring, the teacher gonna move to a different class. And you know, schedule wise, you know they make up the schedule. We all have to follow. Everybody in the classroom, let's say forty-four people in the classroom, will have the exact same schedule for the next four years. And you're gonna know the same people for the next four years. You know, not like here. Oh, I might see you this year. I might not see you next year. You know, it's that kind of thing. And and you know, definitely. I mean, like the educational wise, as in like, I probably homeschool. I took calculus when I was when I was like what, twelve, thirteen. You know. Wow. And physics when I was twelve, thirteen. Not like I mean, they. You know, here you take one year of physics mm-hmm. high school. You're done over there. Let's say in middle school. They were, okay, middle school start in sixth grade, six, seven, eight, nine. That's our middle school. So it was like physics six, physics seven, physics eight, physics nine. So we oh, take wow. physics the entire high school. But you know, four years physics. So, but if a person came from Vietnam who actually finished high school in Vietnam, probably already finished college level. Oh, physics, wow. So, um, so are people in Vietnam taught English, or did you have to learn that on your own once you came here? I mean, they do teach English. But, you know, as I said, I didn't go to school much. Um, I mean, and I mean, the English is different. It's more like the, the UK style. English. Oh, okay. It's not the American English. But I did learn English on my own when I came over here. So I started over. Like, you know, I was in the ESL, you know, English for Second Language. Was it hard transitioning from Vietnamese to English? Well, probably first year. I mean, when you still think in Vietnamese and, you know, everything you say, you have to translate back into English. Or, or when you read something, you have to translate back to Vietnamese. But, you know, when you start knowing English a little, you can start thinking about English words. You don't have to keep translating it back and forth. See, like now I think in English. I don't think in Vietnamese anymore. So, I mean, it gets better. That just seems crazy to me. I can't, I don't know, I just can't think of me thinking in I mean, like, a let's, different language. I mean, it's like if you learn Spanish. I mean, if you learn it here, you know, oh, you you probably if you read a Spanish, you're gonna try to translate to English. You're not gonna try to understand in Spanish. Yeah. I mean, I, mean you, I don't know how to word it, but if you you know if you live in Spain or somewhere like Latin America, a country for like a while, you're gonna start thinking like you're gonna start reading a letter in Spanish, and you're not gonna translate it. You just, oh, okay, like reading an English letter. Mm-hmm. So, so you mentioned that. Uh, Vietnamese people are generally taught that uh, the Viet Cong and all of them were saviors of the country. Um, what exactly were you all taught in school about the Vietnam War compared to what we were taught here in America? Well, to be honest, not so much about heroes or savior. 
but let's say okay let's say Ho Chi Minh you know we've um, you know a feeling toward him is not a positive thought but you know in to him like to, to the Vietnamese students who been taught um, you know he left the country when he was young he went to surf for the he went to everyone in the world like France Germany trying to find a way to reunite Vietnam after like you know Vietnam was um, uh, what, do you, what do you call it um, under China for thousands of years and, and under the France the French for hundreds of years and you know so Ho Chi Minh went on his uh, little journey you know to find ways and you know he picked up here and there and then he, he loved his people he um, you know used his experience to try to save well, what do you call it save the world and you know and you're Pretty much, he's like a god, you know. In every classroom, it is required to have a picture of him. And uh, every Monday and every Friday, you have to have like, you know, like, um, you know, how every here in the U.S. you have like the, you know, every morning, you know, um, pledge of allegiance. Legion. And you know, it, it's the same morning, um, Monday morning and Friday after evening, the beginning of the week and end of the week. Okay. You also have that thing, which is which is like everybody have to meet. In the center, and you like let's say the drill field. Every student of tech had to meet at the drill field oh, for the, wow. the, the pledge of allegiance. So, uh, so would you say that that's a general general belief in Vietnamese society that he was a good person, or just what you all are have to be taught in school? I'm not sure. I mean, I didn't follow didn't follow school that much, so that's all I know. I mean, I know things by books, but by f- what people think. I mean, I think people. I mean. At least the students, I don't know what the adults, but at least a student for good years of their life, they think that's what, that's the truth or not the truth. Because to be honest, each side have the, you know, America has bias thing and Vietnam mm-hmm. has the bias thing. Of course, you know, no country want to, like, make themselves sound like the bad guy. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to read it, you have to read it right in the center. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to put myself right in the middle and just read the facts and not people's opinions. So at least one thing that Virginia Tech puts pretty big emphasis on here is food. And I was kind of curious, what types of food are normal in Vietnam? I mean, like most um, Asian country is uh, rice. I mean, rice is the big uh, export things from Vietnam, like export goods from Vietnam. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite Vietnamese dish? Do you have one? Um. Yeah, I mean, they are. It's like different. I mean, like you know, America is like burger and fries. I mean, Vietnam is. <laughs> I mean, they don't have that kind of yeah like, specialty. I mean, here you. I don't know if you heard of pho, but it's like it's especially Vietnamese Vietnam Vietnamese food that people know over here. But you know, it's not necessarily a favorite food. But it's like that. I mean, I can't say okay. what the dish specialty is. So you had mentioned that uh, Vietnam's communist, but I see that they have like presidents and prime ministers, and um, exactly how does that all work out? I mean, like they call themselves the Socialist Republic of Vietnam. I mean, I don't think they straight out say themselves they are communist like China, but the way the government still work, like I mean, you said okay, they can people can still vote, you know. For thing, but I'm not sure if the people's vote count or 
because you know, I mean, it's been years since I, 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 I never, I didn't really pay attention to government and politics back when I was thirteen. I mean, I mm-hmm. think you would too when you were, but I mean, like the free. I mean, their motto is what is it? Um, independence, freedom, and happiness. But you know, most people who lives in Vietnam pretty much probably thinks differently. I mean, I mean, they. Probably much different now compared to probably ten years ago. Um, ten years ago, like my house used to be like, um, let's say I don't know, it was like ten minutes from a nearest prison, and you know they would put people in prison if you say something bad about Ho Chi Minh or, I mean, I mean now if I say something bad about President Obama, nobody's gonna arrest me. <laughs> you know, as long as I don't make any threat or anything. But you know, even if I say Ho Chi Minh sucks, they would come and arrest me and my family. So, and I noticed that um, Vietnam has both a president and a prime minister, which isn't normally the case around the world. Which which one would you say has a bigger impact on the country? I feel like most people would say president, but I feel like the prime minister would have more impacts because the president is the head of the state which I don't feel like he has and the um, government is the head of I mean the prime minister is head of the government I feel like he would have more control over since the government pretty much take over the country so I mean all the decision is from the prime minister so. oh, okay okay so moving more towards the society portion of Vietnam uh what sort of music do you all listen to? Is it similar to in America, or is it much different? Well, back to the things I said about lacking the freedom. So, really, there's only two kind of music, like either praising, you know, the government music, you know, which I don't know what they call it here, like you know, kind of in and then independent music, like you know, I don't know, um, or like like what? patriotic music. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, patriotic music. Um, and even the other kind is just. Love songs, you know, depressing songs. I mean, now okay. not not so much like in America. You can sing about anything, you know. But I mean, otherwise, I think it's very similar. It's just in different language, but different yeah. style. So, would you say there's a human rights issue in Vietnam? In Vietnam, with the government oppression. Mm, well, they used to be. I don't know about now, but um, where it came from, like my dad, he can't come over here. Because uh, he can't leave the country, pretty much. Um, I really don't understand why, but he just explained to me, oh, yeah, because I served in the Vietnam War. I was um, fighting for the South, and, you know, now the country is under the North um, you know, control. So I, I don't know. I don't really understand how that works. But, you know, I mean, they pretty much s- traditional, even like, you know, like the traditional version of the U.S. Mm-hmm. where men go to work, women stay home, take care of children, and, you know, men is the the, the son, the firstborn son is mm-hmm. the, you know, the... So they're lacking in women's rights at the moment, you'd say? Mm, I wouldn't say that bad, but, you know, there's hints. I mean, even here, like, you know, if you look at women's and men's salary, they're definitely different. Yeah. And women still don't uh, go to you know, university that much, yeah. I mean, now probably much better. But, so. so, what is is there any oppression from the north towards the south uh, due to the Vietnam War? Um, I know you had said 
that your father couldn't leave the country because he was from the south uh, during the war. Is there anything else, uh, like any other oppression that goes on? I mean, you have to look at people who who came over here. Like, okay, that's a place in Nova where it's like a Vietnamese center. You would see, like, they have a Vietnamese flag, but it would not be the flag that you would see in Vietnam. You know, in Vietnam, you would see a flag, a red flag with yellow star. But, you know, um, if you go to that community of Vietnamese, like, who's originally from the south, who hated the, the north, who finally have to escape over here, you know, um, um, they would have, like, a yellow flag with, like, st- red stripes. I mean, if you bring a Vietnamese flag, the red flag with the yellow star to that community, they're probably going to hate you, and, you know, people might actually beat you up. Um, I mean, is, I mean, and in Vietnam, the, the yellow flag with the red stripe is forbidden. So it's pretty much, I think the yellow was the south, like, you know, the old flags that mm-hmm. we had. And after the, the north takeover, they changed the flags, you know. Um, so, I mean, you can just speak yourself. So. so it's similar to the north and south here in America during our Revolutionary War, except with more oppression towards the flag? Yeah, I mean, the flag is a symbol of the country, so. Okay. Um, so you said that China has played a big part in Vietnam. Exactly how much influence has China had on the country as a whole? I mean, I would say now to find a full Vietnamese person probably is pretty hard because myself, I'm not full Vietnamese. I'm half Chinese. So, I mean, you have to say that influence took the language is sound like Chinese too. Right? Um, or like kind of French too. Um, people, there's a lot of Chinese people in Vietnam and, you know, maybe like some of the laws, which I'm not too sure about, pretty much probably influenced by the Chinese because we were under them for like thousands of years, you know, our kings, we had kings, have dynasty, you know. I mean, now probably our government is much more different, but I would say back then it was pretty much the same thing. That's okay. why most people probably confuse Vietnam and Chinese. If there was never a Vietnam War, we think China is. I mean, Vietnam is just part of China. Uh, okay. And one last question. If there was one thing you wish every American should know about Vietnam, what would that be? Yeah, to sum it up, it's not too important. It's not as like crazy as the government politics, but it's just uh, the cultural difference. I mean, not different, but you know, we use a different calendar. Um, and uh, we our new our New Year's on different day. It's not um, January first. I mean, it will be January first on the lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's called that, and you know, it's it's three days. So you know, this first day of that to the second day and third day. I mean. Um, adults are almost kind of like require to give money to children like I mean they would have this red envelope I, I mean like they would say if you don't do that you have bad luck I mean if you come if you travel to Vietnam during New Year it's fun I mean you can see people from all over the country came during this time I mean um, they would you know it's like Christmas here it's a big thing here um, mm-hmm. light up and you know lights things so I mean it's not famous or anything, but, I mean, if people know about it, it's, it's one of the things that make Vietnam special. Uh, um, I mean, I guess every country, the New Year is special. And they celebrate in different days, but food we eat is different. I mean, So you eat different food only on the New Year? Or? Yeah, like, I mean, like, 
turkey you only eat on yeah. Thanksgiving so New Year you have certain food I mean I mean food that you only you only make for New Year and people would just, you know you know more like here family tradition still, okay. it's one of those rare times that you know you see people like laugh you know eat together but you know most of the time pretty much well, thank you so much for sharing your time and insight with us, Ryan. All right, well, that wraps up for the Plat Avengers International Interview. Be sure to tune in next time for another round of international insight from another guest from another country somewhere on planet Earth.